0: G'day punters, welcome to uh, another episode of the Deep Dive, Pistol Pete, Anthony and I will uh, take you through predominantly the Flemington meeting, um, headquarters, what they race on in the end, Peter Soft 5 they're calling it, um, yeah. some real varying tempos which given the microscope we were under with the stratosphere, uh, graced me up a little bit more which I am not lending a lot of help with as you might be able to see there punters, a fair bit of grey coming through a uh, couple popped out on Saturday afternoon and it's Monday morning now and a few more have just found their way through. And i look at this considering we backed Koura to win a hundred thousand and probably saved the day for, for the bank. Um, and to see the horse has gone eight lengths slower to the 600 than it did at the previous start clocked the fastest uh, eight to the six, six to the four inside the race and just, and then still was pretty solid on the way home. Just couldn't get there uh, given that the, the Really slow tempo of the race. Also uh, in that race late, we backed Burke who, no surprise to me, but let's get out of the way early. You look in the Stewards Report race, race nine, <laughs> Funnest the the novel that is the Stewards Report. Not a mention of Albuquerque at all. Uh, I'll go on now to my puntingform.com.au uh, database, puntingform.com, to do sectional times, what we use, you should be using. Uh, yep, it's the furthest it's ever settled back, almost in its life. Um it settled settled back uh second up this preparation. It was a good freshen in this preparation, so it's, that's a long preparation. But yeah, much further back, much colder and most importantly a lot slower to the six hundred. Um really disappointing ride on it, the lack of intent, um disappointed with both rides, disappointed with the stewards and uh like going back, I I think we we bet okay in that race. Um we look through the day. Uh, bet regret probably Prezado. Um I was just talking to Pistol before. We were just yarning as we do. I think if this horse was a little bit later in the day and we we're sort of into our work a little bit more, a little bit looser, maybe we sort of pull the trigger here um, at that pointy end of the market. Race one. There's already a lot of sort of dollars had been spent for the for the punters, but even for my punters. Oh, I thought it would win. I was con- nervous of the, the 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 next three horses in the finish. Actually, um, top of head, they were from within Stitzcraft and all over Bosanova. Um But the thousand meter horse, the track and trip horse, was just too
1: strong. Well, I regret that, not betting there. Just the the, the betting Which... laid on Prizato. Like it was pretty cold in the last couple of minutes. There, it went from two dollars forty two out to a high of two fifty eight. Fair amount of cash laid just... against it.
0: I think it's just the market was much like myself, like probably wins, but what price is it? Yeah. It was very, very short. Um, last start, Prezado had SP'd uh, $7 versus like from within seven fifty and all over Boston over eight. So, you know, the SP profiles out there of which the sort of pros are, you know, respectful of big time. It is too short. And they walked here, which I don't think suits the horse, and it's still just too strong late. Its last six hundred is just sexual to the to the clock. Yeah, um, it's just it was too good. Race two, um, yeah, we spoke about this bit on the stream. Really looking back, shits me that this horse, like a big odds has one, mm. in a race where we didn't want to back anything or off paper. Which means, as the way Pete and I operate as mounting yard judges. And we had a good comment on that, Pete, which we'll talk about straight after this. Yep. About how, how we're surviving and how we, like we lost our biggest edge. So, race two is the perfect example of a race where I, I would go there with, with no fear of backing any single runner. If it walked, groused, looked really well, ticked all the boxes that I like to see from a parade. Um, yeah, a large part of the decisions we make are based on. You know a number of factors and the amount of yards just the final one, right? So, with the horse like Prisado, you just have, we have a nice profile on that horse and if it's maintaining that sort of prep, uh, prep uh, not, if it's looking as it was the last couple of starts then it's probably going to run as it's run the last couple of starts. So you can have another, it might, might have given you that final bit of confidence to pull the trigger at that short price. A race like this, this would have been a really good opportunity. We didn't see this horse parade because um, .com doesn't do that anymore but the I just would, you know, it, it could have been a sort of bet we could have found two year olds, two year olds, and three year olds. The lighter race they are, the bigger edge we have from the yard. Um, I spoke to Pete about this a few times, didn't I? Before the day started, said race two is really open. If we can try and catch a glimpse of these things on a TV, we might yep. better have it a good bet at one here at a good price. Um, it's obviously for myself, it's been really, really difficult and just getting harder to try and keep going. Like we've We've lost a significant edge, which we're going to get back. Um, from a personal point of view, like as a, as a pro, um, I suppose we're, we're, I'm trying to use the time to perfect other sides of my game and also perfecting the, the, the sheets and stuff we've built that we use when we go back to the yard. So when we, as soon as we get back there, everything's sort of humming. You?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that's a, a really good point. And we had the, the question almost a couple of times on the stream um, you know, a few people sort of wondering why I was so readily to dismiss a couple of races at both Randwick and, and Belmont. It's almost a case of at the moment, because we're, we're losing that little bit of a mounting, mounting out aspect, you're almost even further prepared to just completely pen a race if you're not liking the way it's setting up, if you're not able to get the map right, if you think there's something iffy in terms of the overall data for a lot of the horses setting up into the race you can just easily put a line through it. Um, whereas typically if you're on course, we might've been able to find a, a smaller bet or one at odds for a horse that maybe had some moderate push from a data angle, but then all of a sudden had a really impressive yard parade. So for me at this stage, it's not really a case of reducing turnover significantly. It's just a case of when I'm betting, I'm actually betting a little bit more uh, aggressively than what I would be doing otherwise. Um, but from that point of view, it's just aim small, miss small. I have to use that.
0: Yeah, patriot. Well, like rule number one of the mailbag is never force it. Don't force it. There's always yeah. another race, and I think we've done really well so far through the through the COVID. And I don't think it's a lot lot longer to go. So we've survived. Um, no doubt, it's like sharpened our sort of form side of our game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I was pretty happy with how we bet or how I bet it at Flemington. Um, we'll continue on, I suppose, going through. Some of my bets and uh, some of the performances. Race four, they've got a good gallop. And this Honey Esprit spree's run a big time. I'll quickly just have a look at it. I, I suspect it's near a peak for its entire life. Um, I thought the track, Pete played probably not how we anticipated.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: I thought the track played really, really evenly. We sort of anticipated and hoped for sort of rail off uh, on on speed, maybe not suited. I think it was really fair. This horse led rail. Um, it has run it the biggest figure of its career. Um, Snowy was in the house, is Clint McDonald's man. Clint McDonald wasn't even tipping it, so they didn't know, no one knew. and hence its SP probably fifties plus on the fair. Mm. Um, but big performance and to, to it properly grayed me up when this thing won because you know, we were starting to be anti I was trying to be sort of anti leaders per hand the previous race. Um, we backed and sort of settled 1-1 and we backed Eden Flanders at Thrain. Yep. Yep. Um, per Sand's a nice horse worth following. Um, it was good to get on the board, took a fair bit of the pressure off. And then we backed race five. We backed um, Music Bay, which I'm convinced would have led. Don't know if it would have won, but it would have got the same run as the winner. Um, good ride, Trish Um Good on him. Blah, blah, blah. But race five. Decent figure. They've all just sort of capitulated late. Um, Chapada. I think maybe I took... I know I backed the winner here, but... There's some factors in how really the horse wins that when I look back now, maybe I'll sort of overbet here a bit. Um, If that probably doesn't make sense to anyone. Does that make sense to you even, Peter, what I'm trying to say?
1: Yeah, it does. You can still get the, the right result, but in hindsight, it was the maybe not the wrong play, so to speak, because it's hard to call it the wrong play when you get the right result. But um, potentially the the way you came to the conclusion might have been a bit off. But anyway, run through it. What were you thinking?
0: I thought it, it came out of the right races. It was ready to peak. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would get a much softer run than it got. Uh, uh, if I bet into the race, I had to be on it as a result. Um, the race was an utter mess, like completely chaos. Like just how slow they went and then they picked up. If I had it gone quicker, I think if you're back to or Massif, whatever we're calling it, you're probably pretty stiff. Uh, but at the same time, top of the straight, Massif had this thing, had Chapada's back and had every right to run over it. I just think the, the Rapture race two starts back at Flemington's a proper form reference. Mm. The super Titus race, uh, couple of uh, like last start super Titus is putting together a really, really, uh, proper little run of races. I just thought it was ready to win. I thought, uh, sin to win who we also backed, is flying. Uh, I think all ride was outstanding given the ridiculous like slowdown in the mid race, uh, I was happy, yeah, top of straight, you know, we had the sort of cinder wind presenting. Didn't think it would, it would stop. Just needed a more dynamic horse over top of it if there was one. And thankfully we were on it and it was Shapada. But uh, I think in hindsight, you're probably like, we took sort of $5 of each maybe, top of head. It probably it's more like an $8 chances. Yep. But yeah, got the result. Um, what else should we talk about? Pistol... I don't want to talk about credence. It can just. Yeah. Fuck right off that horse. (laughs) Shits me. Like. The last time it won was at Ballarat. And before that at Pakenham. It. Like. It's gone. Like, not many trainers can improve them off the Hayes camp. This bloke did. Well done, Matthew Kimoni. Um, I saw it coming a long way out. I don't know if I just said yelled out in the, the stream, but it, it's sickened me. Um, is this the race where we were on Romancer? Or that was the Vacillator race. Yeah. Vacillator, riding on the wall, ready to do something. And again, just proved how fair this track was. This thing's come from last, just about off no early tempo. They've gone really slow. Uh, Deserved the win. Big performance. Good ride, Willow. Uh, uh, I think there's a couple of sort of specialist 400-meter horses who went good, Romance, right? so one of them, just not good enough for us. And then in race nine, we've spoken about ridiculously slow, very frustrating. How did you see Belmont, mate? Oh,
1: uh, look, it's... I thought it was a very, very even card. It wasn't necessarily one where I was too happy to, to jump into really launching anything. Um, you know, compared with, say, earlier in the week at Belmont, And then even at Northern last week, you know, I was much happier to to bet across both of those cards. Performance of the day, showmanship, this horse has got some serious ability. Um, It was built as a two-horse race and showmanship was probably better suited the way the day was unfolding. It was really difficult to sit there on the fence and and win at Belmont. Um, Showmanship managed to put itself into the race and just ridden with that little bit of extra aggression that just put them away late and absolutely killed the field. Clear best of the day performance uh, probably the other race of note was the Stakes, which uh, was farcically run um, on the all-average punting form benchmark, 11 links slow to the 600. They've gone 12.9 lengths slow for the class. And on a day when it was difficult to maintain that position on the fence and win, nothing says like giving your horse a chance, like going and trying to run a 300-meter race. Um, KC, first up, was going to be vulnerable and the only way it was probably going to figure in the finish is if it got a really slow run. We saw the horse under pressure coming in towards the turn, going in towards the straight. It visually looked like it was getting scrubbed. That can often be a bit of a uh, an optical illusion because they're all going so slowly and then going from so slow to such a sprinting tempo. Uh, yeah. It does visually look like the horse is completely off the bit. But Casey's a very talented horse if you give it a slow tempo. And it's shown that so far. at went to Kingston Town Group 1 off a slow tempo. And here it was. The only way it was going to win is if it got a barrier trial and got the barrier trial.
0: Complete grey up for you. Uh, I feel quite sick for you. Um, even leading into the meeting, it had the potential to just be a real sort of um, mental health. Well, red flagger. Well, yeah. Blackjack caddy. What a fucking... What a thing. I was just sitting there. I didn't know what to say. Whether to sort of uh, encourage you to follow your money or just you do you. Uh, and then when we weren't on and it just got the perfect run and just sickening just like sick this horse should have won last start when you were on Um, repulsive and in the last race um, you spoke about how KC was blessed and just knocked off the first leg of your your good all up which was into Western Pride the winner of the last which would have let you be able to back the other two that you liked at odds Yep. three horses going for a fat fat result but instead you were sort of left in this just mental hellhole of
1: <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> yeah, it was just it was a pretty grey situation. But I mean in the end Western Pride's returned with a figure of two point six links slow. It's awful. Uh, to the class and the overall figure of zero point seven links on the all average. Now you compare that to what it's been able to achieve so far in its career. Still yet to record a strong figure on the punting form data. In fact its career peak was actually in its first ever start. One point seven links fast overall. You know, it's a horse with ability but it's still yet to yet. put the writing on the wall. It's, yeah. not a, it's not a superstar just yet. Far from it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I reckon Pistol, my man, that might just about do us. Um, anything worth noting from the meeting? Uh,
1: not particularly at this stage. I think, obviously, KC's got the, the win on the board. Wherever it goes over the next couple of starts, it will be well-supported and well-found, obviously. There's probably going to be a few other horses that will be improving um, into some of those nice three-year-old winter features there at Belmont. Um, just looking forward to seeing the track just start to settle a little bit. We saw another meeting where the rail's been disadvantaged. It's really hard to get a, a line as to why that is, um, but you just have to adjust on the day.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I thought out of the Flemington meeting, Asian uh, Rook's running really well and can be followed. Outside of that, not a lot to sort of take from the meeting yet. Uh, really even, you know, trust the SPs. And if you thought a horse run good, it probably has here. Yep. Uh, each race its own beast by the tempos. Like The, the, the speeds to the 600 varied all through the day. Um, good meeting at Sale Wednesday. You knew it already. And then we're back to the Valley on Saturday still. Can't so I uh, might, might try and find a way to get in there, but we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Until next week, punters.